everybody, and welcome to Roll It, a movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Ty Lore. How you doing, Ty? Doing wonderful, Ryan. Doing wonderful. That's good, man. Yeah, you got your uh, you got your 64-ounce soft drink by your side, and, you know, a few, uh, a few Egg McMuffins to wake you up this morning? Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm not going to have for a long time, and that's any breakfast food from, from McDonald's. Um, so, yeah, so... If you couldn't tell by that bad intro, this week we are doing the 2004 film Supersize Me, written, directed, and starring Morgan Spurlock. So, uh, I think, have you seen this one before, Ty? Um, maybe, what was the other one that Morgan Spurlock did? He did Supersize uh, Me, then he did, uh... Supersize Me too. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Um, I, if, if I had seen it, it's been a long time. Uh, like 10 plus years like I haven't seen it since right after it came out I guess like because I feel like I had but there were there were a lot of parts that I just kind of forgot about for good reason that I wish I could forget about now (laughs) so what do you think (laughs) about this as a whole um as a a whole I actually I really liked it for like a 2004 documentary it kind of reminded me of like uh just I mean what (laughs) I, I said you said it kind of reminded me of, and I said two thousand four. Oh, well, it's very much mid two thousand. It's very yeah, it's very very <laughs> mid like early two thousands. And uh, what it reminded me of is just like what a YouTube video would be today. You know, it's it's almost pretty like, much yeah. It's funny because like when this came out, it was like this experimental uh, documentary by this dude, and he's gonna he's gonna do something crazy. You know, and now it's like if you go to YouTube, that's like the homepage of YouTube pretty much on the regular. It's um, and the quality nowadays is a lot better, and it's shorter. Yeah, but I, I very, I mean, I liked it. I, I it reminded me of like early two thousands and like that. I, I like that filmmaking style. You know what I mean? That kind of like homemade esque style. You know, like not perfected, shaky camera. I'm taking you with me on this journey, kind of thing. You know, um, I enjoy that, and and I thought the concept was interesting. And I thought the way that he did it made it took it to that next level of where like a 15 year old with a cell phone wouldn't have made the video like that. You know what I mean? Like uh, I I thought the way that he approached it was like from a from like a doc or from like a doc standpoint, like good and ethical. Like he, he took some right steps to try to actually see the science behind it rather than just like the um how he feels and his his own emotions and uh, thoughts behind it. So I thought that was, you know, good, but overall, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was well done. I thought they hit on different, like good, different levels throughout the story of like the overarching theme. Uh, But it was gross. Yeah, no, I agree with that, (laughs) but I got to say, I pretty much disagree with everything else you said. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I don't think this is really that good. Uh, and I'm kind of shocked. This this is nominated for a uh, Academy Award for Best Doc. And I'm like, really? It's just like... <sighs> he ate... He, you, he, you eat McDonald's for every meal for 30 days and you don't like show any restraint and stop exercising or doing anything. And the conclusion is supposed to be like shocking that you gained 30 pounds. I, I, I just... I'm like... Yeah, you know, like everything in this was common. This this doc is the equivalent of a McDonald's meal. Uh and as far as documentaries go. Like <laughs> it's just all 
you know, it's just all filler and there's no substance. It's there's nothing exciting or uh, new that this taught me. And I'd seen this. I saw this right when it came out, uh, probably within a year or two after it came out. Um, so I, w- I would have been pretty young, um, middle, early middle school, late elementary school, somewhere in that ballpark. And I thought it was like so cool that he did this. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what a, what a bad <laughs> pretty much. I was like, this is awesome. Like, I mean, and it, it's an interesting <laughs> concept, but like my, my grape with it is like, duh. Like, what do you think was going to happen? Nothing in this was like shocking or blew my mind about like, oh, wow, fast food's bad for you? No way. I would have never guessed that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I wouldn't have like, I I guess I appreciated it more for how it was made, like the, the style and how it was made rather than the substance. Um, Because, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, like there was nothing shocking that came out of this. You know, he gained a lot of weight. Uh, His blood pressure was heightened. His kidney, you know what I mean? Like, he uh like I don't I don't know who was amazed by it. I would I would go ahead and say right. you know, and I kind of forgot supersizing was a thing, and that's a different <laughs> topic. But reverting back, um I mean I I'm kinda of with you, but I think I just dig that like gritty like style of filmmaking and I thought for very what like it in was, the like in the trenches kind of documentary stuff. Yeah, yeah, and especially like I wouldn't enjoy it as much if that film was made like now, like today, because I think it's almost too easy. And like so many people do that on YouTube and stuff like that. But it like reminded me of like early YouTube, you know what I mean? Just like an experimental video and this is what we're going to do. And then I'm actually going to talk to some people to tell you what's going on rather than just my opinions on it. And then we're going to do it. And, and like, I don't think it was like earth shattering or anything like that. But in 2004, you know, a lot of people weren't doing that. You weren't getting... When, when you were getting documentaries and you were getting movies, it wasn't like your average Morgan Spurlock, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, he's just talking about how his sex has gone down with his girlfriend <laughs> because of McDonald's. Like, it, it seemed more, like everything seemed super polished, you know? Yeah. And, uh, this was I, think, more real, I think that's what I, I liked. What's up? This was more real. Like you would yeah, say, I think yeah. I think it was just like super relatable, and I think that's why I got nominated, especially back then, is because it was something different. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like the the YouTube genre of video, or like that vlog kind of style of video. Ten years before it, or whatever, five to ten years before it really became popular. You know? Yeah, and no, and I I would agree. I think the concept is interesting. I just think it's like the worst topic to do this concept on because it's so obvious the finding the findings are like in my mind the findings were going to be pretty clear from the outset whereas i just think he does he does a well he did a couple different shows he did one show called 30 days which i didn't watch that one but he did another show called inside man on i think it was on cnn but it was I think it aired from like 2012 to 2015 or 16 somewhere in that ballpark and i watched that Eh, probably five years ago pretty like right around when it came out right after it came out and that is this except it does it way better and way more interesting um he does it's pretty much it's the same thing he does 30 days or a month in like totally am engrossed in a specific topic like he does one on what, what do I get? like does one on marijuana and like the sellers and sell and like 
where they're selling it and stuff, uh, where they're growing it. He does like uh, immigration and farm labor. He does senior care, education, guns, and he like dives totally into all these. And it's just way more interesting concepts of like stuff where you can see both sides of things and, you know, get a fuller idea of like the problems and solutions and why people have the views they do rather than this where it's like, well, yeah, um, fast food is bad for you and America is pretty unhealthy. That's yeah. (laughs) You know, I don't, there's not too many like opposing intricate sides to this argument or this, uh, topic. You know what I mean? I, I just think it was more ripe. The, the things he does in his TV series later on, they're just more ripe for that kind of thing. And I think this, that's why this one just fell flat is because it wasn't as interesting of a topic. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't say it was like an interesting topic, but I think it came around the right time when, when, I don't know, I mean, at least in our lifetimes, right? Like fast food seemed to be like a bigger deal, like a bit like more mainstream, I guess. I don't know. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's been around since what, like the 1950s or something, 1960s. That's probably when it got big, yeah. That, you know, in, in the early 2000s, like think of how crazy it kind of was I, I don't know i i feel like it came at the right time because you know you really have to to talk about this movie you kind of have to put yourself in 2004 and like i was saying i appreciate it so much more for its style and like kind of making that a little bit like coming out with a documentary that was a little bit more gritty and different than a lot of other like ken burns documentaries or something like that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah this is um, definitely not a ken burns documentary no and uh <laughs> Which, side note, have you watched any of Hemingway? No. I, I think my dad did. He said something about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I I found it interesting just because Hemingway's like super interesting. Yeah, but um, I'll have to check it out. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> back, to, back to Morgan Spurlock, our modern day Hemingway. Um, I think that, you know, the timing of this movie and how he did it and, and like what sparked that idea was interesting because it was around a time when there were a lot of lawsuits coming at McDonald's, which a lot of people just thought were, were absurd. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also, this is before like the whole, everything had to be like calories and everything had to be transparent. You know what I mean? Or as transparent as McDonald's and fast food can be with their nutritional facts. So mm-hmm. he kind of touched on that a little bit too. And then just like the filmmaking style of it kind of really gave it to me. I mean, it's a short documentary. It's like an hour and a half or whatever, an hour and 40 minutes. So it's not like it's uh, like a big time suck. And I get what you're saying about like wishing there was a little bit more substance there to pull from. But I think for me in 2004 and the way that he did it and, and kind of went about it, I mean, how much more, like what more substance would you want to know? You know, he kind of made a pretty solid resistance film against the fast food industry. And I get my problem isn't this. I didn't think there was, could be more substance here. I thought, which I think there might be able to be, or there could be more. I just thought like the topic itself lent itself to having no substance. You know what I mean? That's my issue. Like there wasn't, there wasn't anything he could have done that would have made this like shocking, which I saw. Well, let's, let me do a summary first. Cause we're, we're getting, we're getting deep in now. I want to do a summary real quick and then we'll pick up right where we left off. All right. Getting deep, getting deep in the McDonald's. McDonald's lore. Um, all right. Documentarian Morgan Spurlock conceives of a mission to go 30 days and eat nothing but McDonald's and see what it does to his body. 
He enlists the guidance of three doctors who give him a run-up before he starts to get a baseline for his health. He begins and immediately feels the effects and the weight gain. Pretty soon, the doctors advise him he should probably stop because of the danger being done to his body. He keeps going, though, all the while giving different looks at the health and eating habits of American citizens. He finishes and after, after gaining about 30 pounds and concludes that you probably shouldn't eat fast food. Shocker. End of movie. <laughs> yeah, so what were we saying? Where, where did I leave off? Uh substance oh 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 yeah because i saw i saw there was uh some people that had like problems with this were like he doesn't do he pretty much does everything to maximize like the effect it's gonna have on him like he doesn't try to eat as healthy as he can by mcdonald's or you know what i mean try to eat healthy options or whatever i mean he does talk about like how many calories the salads have and that kind of stuff you know um but he doesn't he always supersizes when they ask him if he wants to supersize and he just, it seems like he's maximizing the bad stuff he's taking in and he cuts down on his walking and exercising just because he wants to be quote the average American. Um, and I get the point of that, but also at the same time, like why, like he's only showing one, like he's not showing the side, like you can eat at McDonald's and still stay healthy. He's showing, like, this is what happens when you only eat McDonald's and do everything the absolute worst way possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think it, it well, reminded me. Like that me, Big Mac dude. I well, mean. Exactly. He was like a twig. <laughs> and from the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> Straight from the 70s and, like, 20 pounds soaking wet. Like John he's like Lennon. He's like, yeah, I like Big Macs. <laughs> I eat, like, seven or eight a day. John Lennon's long lost brother that was Dude, raised by real. McDonald's. <laughs> He's been oh. locked under the <laughs> the freaking the uh the fryer for the last thirty five years. Uh um but yeah, so I think I think that is a reasonable complaint to have like it reminded me just so happens I saw there's a tweet the other day by uh Hank Green. You know who Hank Green is, right? Oh yeah, uh, I I had just tweeted at Hank Green the other day. So oh no way! Um, <laughs> I wonder if it's the same tweet that we're going to talk about. Anyways, he he tweeted. He's like, I used to think documentaries were just like uh, factor or like just facts, and you learned you know facts from them, and it was an hour and a half mm-hmm. of just telling like the way things are. And he's like, but mm-hmm. then I realized that it's it's people. It's just a pretty long op ed. And, you know, people are going to try to convince you what they can when they get two hours alone with you. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's what this is. You know what I mean? It's just a long op-ed about how fast food and the dangers of fast food are um, without giving anything of, like, the other side or how it's possible to eat fast food and do other stuff and stay healthy or whatever. Um, but anyway, I mean, it's, it's definitely like a – yeah. And, for whatever it's worth, I did respond to Hank Green's tweet on this, and I said, all forms of media are constructed to present a message. This is why critical media literacy is uh, critical, for lack of better literacy. Exactly. Which I thought and- was a funny tweet. I got one like, but hey, I mean, I thought it was a pretty <laughs> good one. Anyways. I didn't see um, it or else I would have liked it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, man, Ty, you're so witty. Um, anyways, back That's on what I think of every time I yeah, tweet I mean, something. Uh, I'm like, man, this is hilarious. You pat like, yourself on the back. You're like, tweets. <laughs> I know. You're like, man, what am I going to promote when this blows up? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what link should be my reply on this? Um, 
Just kidding. It'd be rule. We all know that. Anyways. <laughs> Tell your friends. Uh, <laughs> so going back, like, yeah, I mean, I get it. It, w- it was it was definitely very one-sided, and it was definitely like a resistance piece against fast food. And, and you're right. There are, you know, it's more like Americans are more nuanced than having one restaurant's meal for 30 days and, and obviously like getting super fat from it and terribly out of shape from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like there wasn't anything that was like shocking from this. And maybe it's because we're looking at it from, a, you know, 16 years later or 17 years later. So like, obviously all this stuff is pretty well known, you know? Um, but yeah, like I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I personally like didn't see a huge issue with it wasn't presenting the other side because for the majority of uh, like, I guess what he was trying to say, like a majority of people can handle the the fast food in, in different parts of their life and, and do work out still. You know what I mean? I think I think that was kind of like known or at least I went into it with that mindset. Mm-hmm. And this was just like, well, what if it's the total opposite? Like it was almost so outrageous that you were like, obviously this isn't what normal people do, you know? Right. So, so I think that was kind of like the outlook on it. Like, it's like, Hey, I'm just going to do this you know, because, um, obviously this was dated because Jared Fogel or whatever the subway <laughs> creepers name is, was in this, you know? Yeah. That was awkward. He was talking to a bunch of kids. I yeah, know, was, dude. Yeah. I know. Yikes. I was like, I know. I was like, Oh, I was like, Morgan, maybe time for, you know, just like, uh, edit that out, edit (laughs) that out, dog, just revise. Um, but well, for, and that's a whole other thing too. Do you remember how weird that whole thing was? Like not the lawsuit stuff, but just subway Jared to begin with, he just went around with his old pants. (laughs) Like that's a weird concept too. And he's like, yeah, I just had subway every day. And it's like, well, I guess that's a little better than whatever you were doing before, but still probably not the healthiest, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like now That was that was every Subway commercial for like 10 years was just him holding his pants up. Like, I know, You did dude. Subway. Yeah. Dude, the marketing team was, was like, we struck gold with this guy. <laughs> they were just coasting, um, man. Yeah, they were until they had to cut ties. Then his pants weren't the biggest thing overshadowing him. Oh. oh. Um. And if you don't get that joke, he's in jail for child crimes against children. Yeah, I can't remember Anyways. exactly, but yeah, not good. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, he's a creeper. Anyways, um, like that, like that was a whole other thing too. That part kind of struck me as odd too, because it's like he did that with Subway for every day, and you're trying to show that as like, well, he's like a healthier guy. And in my head, I was just thinking like he's probably not. Like if you're having a foot long sub, that's made from subway every day it's it's i mean like is it better than having a big mac with supersized fries and in a 64 ounce drink yeah i guess but you know it's not as good as but actually eating you know normal healthy meals yeah like you're just like trying to cook some stuff you know what i mean i don't know like, yeah unless he was just having one six inch sub like that was all he was eating every day might have been that i don't know i don't know anyway uh, irrelevant. it doesn't matter it's weird <laughs> it's weird but what i was saying i guess is like you know, I think to look at it and be like, well, you know, he didn't showcase both sides and you can do this and be healthy. It's like, that wasn't really the point. I don't think the point was look how, look how insane that this is. If we, if we took McDonald's, if we acted as if McDonald's was like a restaurant or well, I guess it is a restaurant, but like a, <laughs> uh, you know, th- 
th- think of like a family think of like a family diner right just like your average diner where they cook everything in the back like mm-hmm. as you order it if you ate that for 30 days it might not be that big of a difference impact yeah. on your life right still wouldn't be it's great like a home but it's not it, it wouldn't be as bad as yeah it wouldn't be great but it wouldn't be as bad as mcdonald's obviously right and i think that's kind of like the outlook that we were taking and and like let's be real in the early 2000s maybe not you but i know growing up if like my mom was just too tired to like cook something it was just like oh we'll swing by mcdonald's you know mm-hmm. not that we did that every week it was probably once a week ish you know yeah or so but looking yeah, back we, i was like that's not good <laughs> we i i almost never ate out ate fast food when i was little like it was very rare so you know what i mean i kind of had the opposite kind of like i was yeah. like wow it, it was more of a treat when we did it was like mm-hmm. you know once every which i think months. is how it should i think it's definitely how it should be you know what i mean yeah exactly um, um or like yeah. just like a last resort kind of thing too like you're driving and you need some, like a little pick-me-up or something you know i i think when you start treating it like dinner and like meals that's where it kind of gets a little dicey exactly um yeah you know every once in a while it's fine but if you're doing this for you know if you're doing it like once a week or so what would the nutritionist say like maybe once every couple months yeah (laughs) yeah and i think most because he did all the nutritionists like the little animation where they all popped up and were colored in or whatever and it seems like most of them said like once a week or you know what i mean like once every week or a couple weeks is fine most of them went that far and then some of them did say like never um which like obviously ideally never but like once every month or two months is not gonna like drastically cut your lifespan down by 20 years or anything like that (laughs) for sure for sure um but yeah some of them are hardcore it's crazy too like i was thinking whenever i first like so like five six years ago or whatever whenever i first moved down to hanover um, which I don't live there anymore, obviously, but, uh, there was like this stretch and it was called like, oh shoot, I forget what it was called. It was like a mile long. I think it was called like the golden mile or something, but, um, it had like a ton of fast food restaurants on it. And like us coming from like the boondocks, I was like, man, you never get a Wendy's by a Taco Bell where we come from. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, I ate like terrible because I was also working like <clears throat> night shift as a newspaper. And it was like, I would just, I would literally probably have fast food restaurant like six times a week seven times a week wow just you know maybe it'd be lunch and dinner you know what i mean yeah um and that wasn't like the health effects the the health (laughs) i shouldn't call them like what happened to my health was like i i was at the heaviest i've ever been then you know and since i've probably dropped 40 pounds 35 pounds since like those five years Mm -hmm. but um looking back at that i was like i don't even know how i did it and it was just because of straight up convenience Oh um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I had like my first apartment there didn't have a, a kitchen at all. So oh, I forgot about some, that. Yeah. Yeah. It was either buy some microwaving stuff, you know, stuff the microwave, um, or <laughs> go to, go order some food and take out, you know, like I remember if I got like, uh, if I, if I got like some chicken, like cooked chicken from like a grocery store or whatever, you know how they have it like ready to go, grab mm-hmm. and go or whatever. Yeah. I was like, well, at least it's healthier today. <laughs> and that's a sad place to be in, Ryan. So <laughs> I I think like, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I don't think anybody was super shocked that the outcome was terrible, mm. but I think it was more or less like finally somebody was like, 
let's just show you straight how unhealthy this is and how it's not like your classical home style restaurant that's down the street, you know? Yeah. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. I just relived some dark days. Whew. <laughs> yeah. I forgot you didn't have a kitchen there for a, for a minute. Um, about nine, nine months. <laughs> Look at me now, mom uh, <laughs> made it. I got, I got a kitchen and an office. Woo. <laughs> Um, so you, you talked about how you missed the supersized option. So it was six weeks. No, after... no, no. I don't miss it. Well, you, you said you <laughs> forgot that was a thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, so six weeks after this premiered, McDonald's discontinued the, uh, the supersize options, which is crazy fast, crazy fast. Uh, I did not know that, ha- you know, I knew that that didn't exist anymore, but I didn't yeah. know it was like a direct result, like this release, and they're like, "Oh well, let's get rid of that." Let's talk um, about how crazy the supersize option was to begin with. <laughs> it was pretty awesome, man. It was <laughs> that was a lot Dude, of crap. You could feed a school with a supersize uh, fries. Yeah, now, I'm not gonna lie; those uh, fries are my the, that's my poison that I pick. I love I love fast food fries, especially McDonald's yeah. fries are good, man. Dude, uh, all right. <laughs> we can all agree that Chick Fil A's fast food fries are like the number well, that's one true. creme de la creme. Yeah, those waffle fries, just like yeah, dude. Now, if they hard. had a supersized option for those waffle fries, <laughs> hook me up, okay? <laughs> um, you know, but uh, but yeah, no, that, I mean, it was just interesting how like much of an impact this had. And with you know, in contrast to what I've been saying, like, like obviously this is the deal, but like McDonald's was forced into the position to get rid of that because this release. And it's just interesting that this had that much of an impact when it was like, in my opinion, dealing with pretty obvious stuff, but I guess there was still a blowback to McDonald's and the whole, well, the whole fast food industry, but especially McDonald's. Cause I mean, most pretty much all restaurants, like he mentions in there, they all had the same, they weren't called super size, but they pretty much all had the same size options. Yeah. What were um, Burger Kings? Burger King was like trying to compete. They I had can't like remember. Some, wasn't I remember like Prince King? No. Prince Queen King. Was that a thing? I can't remember. Was that a thing? Dude. I remember I Wendy's was like the big, the biggie. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it, it never made any sense. And you never knew what was what. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I love, think it I, made sense. They got rid of all that stuff. Just go small, medium, large. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Starbucks is the only one who's gotten away with it for so long. But I just love that, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. uh, um, hold on, I'm looking this up. We can't do three things at once. Um, yeah, they had they had uh, BK's king sized beverage. King size. That's uh, but like every yeah, everybody was like trying to come up with like different ways to say like massive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, like McDonald's was like, "Hey, we came out with this," and everybody was like, "That's a pretty good idea. You mind if we just steal it?" Um, <laughs> but yeah, Starbucks is the only one who's gotten away with it, and I think I think there was like the stigma around it before, like maybe like twenty years ago or fifteen or whatever. Like if you went in there and you were like a large, and they were like, "Oh, you mean venti?" It's, <laughs> but I feel like now it's like, I mean, I know for me, if I like go in an order, I'm usually just like, "Oh, can I just get like a medium regular coffee or whatever?" They're like, "Sure yeah. thing, man." Like just give me you know, a normal <laughs> normal size coffee. <laughs> yeah, the dude, uh. the dude, or the girl working the counter is just like, "Yeah, dude, you got it." I, I will say I usually use the app now, so I just hit I just hit previous orders and just do one of those again for my normal black coffee. 
Pike Place for all you people wondering. Um, so the you mentioned it earlier, but that the lawsuit that they talk about in here, the one with the two girls, uh, they sued McDonald's, and then it came out at the end, like they talked about the end of the movie. The judge ended up tossing it. Yeah. Uh, which in my opinion was the right move because he says. Like, there's no way you could prove that McDonald's was the sole factor in causing their, you know, obesity or weight gain or whatever. Uh, which Yeah, but I mean, I guess, you can't agree that there's been wilder lawsuits. Oh, yeah. But I just like the fact that, like, obvious, if, 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 that is, if that's where you're at in your life, I can't remember what they said they weighed for how, how old they were, you know, each one. But, like, mm-hmm. if... There has been more choices made than just eating it. You, if they had eat, if they had done exactly what Spurlock did and ate at McDonald's every day for three meals a day, then yeah, you could probably sue. But there's no way you could like they have made a bunch of other unhealthy decisions. There's no way you can pin that on McDonald's. I just don't get the point of that lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, it's it's almost like. Uh... I mean, I didn't understand the point of it either. Like, it seemed like a super far stretch, especially when you think of like, you know, if if you did if you did thirty days or if I ate ice cream for three meals every day, that could I Robbins could guy. I blame? Yeah, could I? But could I blame my heart attack on that? You know, probably not. Um, and I yeah. think you know, it's kind of interesting because then we kind of get into free will, which we fall into every other week. It seems. And that's, uh, yeah. B- but yeah, I mean, like, you know, we have these, we have these delicacies, <laughs> which seems weird. To- delicacies. <laughs> ah, uh, the Big Mac, the American yeah, delicacy. Uh, give me a double cheeseburger and hold <laughs> Don't be fronting, son. No seeds on the bun. Um, no, we have, you know, we have like these, I don't want to call it delicacies. Give me another word. What it like specialties, like these indulgences indulgences yeah that's a good word i you know that we obviously can't like overdo and that that i think that's the whole point of the documentary it's just like yeah this will impact your health obviously so you know while it's not gonna while you should never ever it's not like saying don't ever order from mcdonald's ever again uh though showing liposuction and relating that to mcdonald's was a weird like thing and kind of makes me not want to have McDonald's ever again. But I think, you know, moreover, it kind of is like, this is what could happen. So just kind of, you know, make your choices appropriately. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Everybody's yeah. eating McDonald's, right. And not everybody's fat. So there's, it's, it's not like McDonald's is putting some secret powder. They're putting some secret sauce, but not some secret powder on like the fries that instantly make you obese. You know what I mean? Right. And I get, I get that. It's like, Cause he's talking about like, Oh, it's turned into an, like it's the same kind of chemical processes in your brain. That is like an addiction. Once you eat this enough or eat it steadily, once you eat it steadily enough or whatever, but like most things could become that though. Exactly. Pretty much anything like literally anything can be, you know, can rewire your brain to crave it. You know, almost anything can give you that dopamine rush and Mm -hmm. make you addicted to it or whatever and i just don't like it's one of those things like i don't know i'm a big you know me Ty. i'm a big proponent of personal responsibility and like 
No, McDonald's is not holding a gun to your head and saying, like, you got to eat here at least twice a week or else, you know, what's, we're going to kill your family or something. What's the purple uh, dude's name for McDonald's? <laughs> Grimace. Grimace. Just Grimace holding a gun to the back of your head. Like, you know what you want to order. <laughs> Super better size it, size it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I just, like... Like, if you're choosing to do that, then that's that's your fault. McDonald's, like, say what you will about, you know, their advertising practices or whatever. Uh, but it's like, you're still making that choice, and that's still your decision you got to live with. It's not McDonald's fault. It's not uh, that guy that was, like, the Grocers America head or whatever. I can't remember. Um, all the companies that he represented. But it's like, they're going to do... GMA. Yeah, GMA. Uh, It's like, obviously, they're going to do whatever they can to get you to buy that stuff. And like, yeah, Yeah. I get that. But I, it's not my... A marketing professor would call that great marketing. Yeah, it's not my responsibility to do that. Or it's not, it's not like a given that I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I can choose not to. And I guess I'm just like... I guess another thing, you know, I'm I'm kind of cynical when it comes to that. So, like, I expect, like, I don't hold anything against those guys. Because, like, yeah, they're going to do everything they can to, like, further their product. But I don't have to help them further their product. Like, just, like, you don't have to do what I want you, want you to do. So, I don't know, like, like rage, rage all you want against the machine. But, like, I, I guess I'm just, like, already wary again of the machine. So, you know what I mean? I'm not going to help them out. I don't think, I just don't think we need to make them stop doing what they're doing. I just think like people need to be smarter and better consumers. And if they're not, then that's yeah. their fault. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, exactly. I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of on the same page with you. I mean, I, you know, every couple of weeks I'm walking through the grocery store and I think about buying those cookies. <laughs> Sometimes I break down and I do, you know, but for the most part, I walk right past them. You know what I mean? And, and you could do the same thing. Like Morgan Spurlock could for 30 days, like buy food from a giant eagle or a giant or a line food line or whatever they have down south. Piggly Wigglies. Um, he, he could say, I'm only going to buy food from here. And he could buy the worst food and have the same effect that he yeah, had he just, with yeah. the Super Size Me. Exactly. And, and uh, you know, so nobody's, nobody's suing these food companies for or these grocery companies for selling these food companies products because they're unhealthy for you, you know? But uh yeah, yeah, like you can't like I don't I don't pull through Dairy Queen expecting that I'm gonna feel ten times healthier when I get done with that blizzard. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's you know, it's a treat, you know? You and, had a good day. You reward yourself. And I get like <laughs> I get that if if they if the people at McDonald's literally wanted you to eat every meal there, then uh, yeah that that's a problem. But I don't think I I don't think they think that is the reality of this situation. You know what I mean? I yeah. I think you know I I don't believe that that's the case, and I don't think it is the case with most people. Obviously, there's that guy that eats you know a Big Mac <laughs> or multiple Big Macs every day, but. Yeah. He's, he might have he might have like a little, little something going on upstairs. Yeah, I, um, he, I, he might have like that. Like he could be on that TLC show, like Weird Obsessions or whatever. 
where he's just like marrying a Big Mac. But I just thought it was interesting like that. I mean, interesting that they showed him and that he was like the skinniest guy in the whole documentary. Uh, he was like skinnier than Morgan and <laughs> his shirt's like an XS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I, I eat like seven Big Macs or I think it was like nine Big Macs a week or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, sometimes it's 14. <laughs> <laughs> he, it wasn't like that. Expensive. But like some, he was just so like, you know, you, you talk about confidence and being comfortable in your own body, man, that dude, yeah, that goes to uh, yeah, for real. He's like, yeah, sometimes I have like, I don't know the direct numbers, but he's like, yeah, sometimes I have nine Big Macs. Other weeks, it's like 15 or 16. He's just, it's like, live your life, Big Mac. That's what I'm talking about. Um, um and, and yeah, yeah, like he's like, there's obviously the bad that comes with it, which should be expected. Like, I, I don't, you know, you shouldn't expect just because they call themselves a restaurant or whatever for it to have extremely healthy options, you know? And I think that was kind of the compromise when I don't even remember what lawsuit. I guess I could have looked this up and for some, uh, you know, gearing up for this episode, but didn't do that research. Anyways, <laughs> um, the, the lawsuit that made fast food companies have like the nutritional oh, yeah. value or the, the calories and stuff like that known on their menus. Right. You know, it's like, and, and even that, like, you know, that was everybody call that a crazy success there's been multiple youtube videos where people have found out that they're just like grossly wrong oh, on the calorie yeah. count you know yeah it's because surprising. counting calories is an extremely difficult process to like figure out the calories of certain foods so mm-hmm. uh, best best scenario best case scenario it's just a well-educated guess you know mm-hmm. and mcdonald's and fast food companies um have been extremely wrong uh, on those counts, which is a whole nother issue. But, um, I, I think too, you know, it's, it's like, we, we have to kind of look at the good that these places have offered us. You know, have you ever been on a road trip and just wanted something quick and fast and cheap, mm. you know, you swing through and buy a burger, you know what I mean? You and me have been on a few road trips and we've hit up a, a good amount of Wendy's and, you know, just McDonald's or whatever passing through because it's a lot easier than getting to where you're going and then worrying about food, you know? Right. Oh yeah. You know, I love Wendy's, but I don't eat it every day. Uh, exactly <laughs> but no i and I, I don't have a problem with that i think i think people should be well educated or given the option to educate themselves if they choose not to then you know again that's their personal responsibility and that's you know their prerogative but no i think that's good i think that that information should be out there because if you're not you know if you don't have the option to inform yourself then you can't make an educated an educated right. decision and i do have a problem with that um, but I think if you have the necessary, which he did cover that, like, he's like, oh yeah, I can't find, uh, whatever those little pamphlet things for the calories at McDonald's. It's like, yeah. Know, and I think that was before the lawsuit where it had to be like legal invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think that those are good and those, you know, to give people the, the necessary information. Then if you, choose not to look at it or choose to look at it and then ignore it, then that's your, your prerogative. And you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, for sure. But no, I, I definitely think those are good. And like that should be the case that those should exist and they should be forced to do that. But yeah, I, I don't know what, what, uh, when that happened or what, what lawsuit that is either. I didn't look that up when, you know, when they were forced to do that, but I do remember that happening. And when that was in the news, um, 
so sometime in the past, I don't know, decade or so. Yeah. It all runs together now. We're we're nearing our thirties. Everything's a blur. It really does. Uh, Midlife crisis is straight ahead. <laughs> uh, shoot. Um. So yeah, this made. So I already mentioned this got nominated for uh, the Academy Award for Best Doc. It didn't win, but it still was like a massive. Um, just a massive. You know what did win? It was uh, born into brothels. I think it was about. Mm kids that are born to prostitutes in like India. I can't remember, but no. Um, yeah. Anyway, I didn't look into it. I just saw that that was the one that won when I was, you know, looking up super size me, but mm. anyway, so it didn't win, but it was like a massive cultural, like this was a big cultural phenomenon. Obviously it was enough to make McDonald's get rid of their super size option. So it had to be, pretty big pretty big but it was made it cost sixty five thousand dollars to make and it made uh and i'm grossing 22 million uh so made bank considering Wait, how much how much did it cost to make sixty five thousand, and it made 22 mil that's a pretty good return that's, on that, investment i mean that's too, yeah first of all, <laughs> it's very very good return on investment the thing that i am just like what uh is that seems like it cost an extraordinary amount to for them to make it. But I guess if you're flying a crew out to LA and Texas. Movies always cost way more than you think they should cost. Yeah, I mean, and like I get this. it. Like there's a bunch of small costs and like I'm sure what, how much do you think it cost him to eat thirty days at McDonald's? I don't know. I'm sure that was the smallest expense. But uh, uh yeah. I don't know, like, but, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to look into, but anyway. You know, it, it's not like, the, the reason I guess I'm so shocked, too, is, like, I feel like most of the camera work was, like, fine. I mean, like, it was, I don't know. It, it reminded me a lot of, um, I'm trying, like, it, it just reminded me a lot of, you like, a YouTube video. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you're like, how was there I, this much money and you to make this yeah, hour and a half long like that YouTube was a crazy video? Amount of, yeah, um, it seems like that's a crazy amount of money. And, you know, like... But yeah, he went to... Not, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, he went to LA, he went to Houston, he went to, like, Indiana. He went to a bunch of different places and interviewed a bunch of different people. Like, I mean, that all, that all adds up, you know? And... Uh, you know, you got all the extra people doing animation, graphics, got to pay all them. I don't know. I can see it. I, I'm I'm kind of surprised it was that much, but I can see it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like overly surprising, I guess, but just like for what it's worth, you know, it's just, I don't know, for, for it being an experimental video. Like if you go on YouTube now and you type in 30 days, actually, I, I want to do it because I, I feel like <laughs> you'll get like 99 results that are like crazier topics you know what i mean yeah that are smushed down into 20 minutes 30 days um okay well that's a bad bad example here because you also get a bunch of like 30 days of yoga um which is like the opposite of supersize me so anyways <laughs> anyways i digress um so all this movie i mean just i mean i don't have a lot to talk about but this movie also reminded me when he said uh, this was, came out around the same time as Idiocracy, and it very much like it was just, that was just very much a mid two thousands kind of mindset. Like he's he gives a quote, he says, "Not only are we the fattest, but we're becoming one of the dumbest." 
countries he was talking about the usa um and it very much reminded me of like idiocracy uh with the same kind of fear like we're just becoming super dumb and society's gonna crumble eventually we're on our way uh which i mean little did we know but um yeah no i just had to point that out i think it was just that kind of like this was very much a product of its time and that was just kind of the place that like america was mentally back then yeah i mean and and this is just like spurlock found his niche in filmmaking yeah too yeah. and I, and i think this is like the you know the start of seeing that and um you know for whatever it was worth i looked at it as if i was watching it in 2004 and it was interesting and gross all at the same time yeah yeah and I, yeah i mean fair enough fair enough man um you got anything else uh i do not um yeah i don't have anything else yeah i don't either <laughs> Yeah, so we don't have anything again next week. Uh, um, so do we... Well, oh, go ahead. we do have an announcement. Go ahead. Oh, do you want to announce it? What are, is this the two-week thing? Is that what we're announcing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So so we are going to go to a bi-weekly schedule for the time being. I don't know how long it'll last. Uh, but for the time being, we just uh, we think it's the best option to go to a bi-weekly bi-weekly release uh so we're not as kind of cramped to get the one episode out and get get you know what we need to do so hopefully they'll give us the availability to you know put more concentration and thought into uh the movies we're covering not that we've kind of here's the thing here's how we should look at it man now we're going every two weeks we get a little bit more time to try to put a little bit better episode together for y'all listeners. Right. And it gives the listener, you listening to this right now, more time to catch up on all our other episodes, which at this point there's over 60. Um, yeah, well, and I know we got way more than that. Got probably 80, over 80. 80, over 80. There's over 80. We've been doing every <laughs> week for about a year and a half, for about 80 weeks or yeah. so. Um, and yeah, it will give us some more time to... Uh, work on other life things that are going on but I think too it'll just give us a little bit more time to work on you know getting this podcast polished up too Um, and that includes social media and uh, everything on there so we want to interact with you more and we're going to try to be more interactive on those platforms which are role podcasts on Twitter and Instagram but um, this will give this will give more time for discussion between episodes on the movies, which we're welcoming, you know? Yeah. And it'll kind of give us a chance to watch bigger movies or take deeper dives into these movies with a little bit more research because the weekly schedule kind of just got a little bit, uh, a little crazy to handle with trying to put a lot of research in and we don't want to be slacking. I don't want to be slacking on this podcast. So having a little bit of extra time will, you know, give me a little bit of, well, hopefully give us both both a little bit better chance to do a little bit more research and uh, bring a little bit more to your ears. Yeah, for sure. And it'll give me an excuse to recommend more longer movies because Ty's always complaining when I recommend long movies. Um, but now we're going to start getting into maybe 
maybe some more Kubrick, maybe some Tarkovsky. Bring on Dune, baby. Uh, yeah, we're going to start getting to the two and a half hour, three Lord hour. Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> it's going to get fun. So, yeah, so and it'll give uh, listeners time to watch those two if they can't fit it in in a week. So, uh, But, yeah, so since we're going to this, I mean, if you could help us out and spread the word of the podcast, that would really help that we're changing things around if you could just like you know get people to catch up on some of our uh past episodes and see if they like it see if they enjoy it um so yeah share share the podcast with your friends you know give us a review if you feel like it that'll really help us out uh and i guess that's about it but yeah we're gonna try to be more active on social media since we're doing this um and talk about you know talk about the films we're doing and talk about other films talk about films done in the past so yeah find us talk to us get a hold of us um and then you can also email us too with uh at well not with you can email us at rollapodcast gmail.com um anything else ty no i mean i we're welcoming conversation on this you know it's obviously uh, a little bit of a change of pace for all of us um and we're hoping that this is for the better obviously of the podcast but obviously you know the listeners you listening i don't know how many times in different ways i can say that <laughs> but obviously the listener feedback is important to us so whether that's on instagram or twitter or um, via email um we just want to know your thoughts on it if you if you want some more in-depth researched uh podcasts if you want longer movies uh if you want different movies if you want um you know us to go into more details about the details you know, let us know. Uh, you know, we're trying to make this we're trying to make this better, and it, you are, are played just as much of a part in this as we do. So we want your feedback, we want your thoughts, and we want your reviews. So, yeah, and um, we we don't know how long this if we're going to keep this biweekly stuff up. We might go back to once a week in a few months. Who knows? Um, let yeah. us know what you think, and uh, yeah, what your thoughts are on you know the releases and. I guess you'll have to wait to see what we end up doing bi-weekly. If it's trash, then, you know, maybe you want weekly again. Uh, but, yeah, let us know what you think. That's that's all I got, Ty. That's all I got, too, man. All right, so with that, we will see you in two Mondays. Yeah. So we're we're kind of like a paycheck now, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, that's not a bad thing. Everybody, yeah, sure, do you want to get paid every week? I guess. But now when you get paid every two weeks, you're like, well, at least I know it's a little bit more, you know? Yeah, so. and it's, it's, you know, you're looking forward to it more. Hopefully, you know, people yeah. will be looking forward to it more. All right, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see you in two Mondays with – I'm. we'll figure something out by then. We'll it'll you know. it'll be in the show notes, or it won't be. Or it there's won't be. 50, there's a 50% chance. But <laughs> there, if, you, if you really want to see us do a movie, hear us do a movie, send it to us. That's your best chance. Yeah, sounds good. All right, we'll see you all then. Peace.